Daily Ding, Daily Dong, Daily Ding, Daily Dong, two, three, four. Marvellous, isn't it, to have Claudio back in the Premier League, probably until December. Good appointment. I think it's a good appointment, do you, Craigo? Good went league, you did it. Yeah. Nah. I think he just continues to tarnish his legacy with little dalliances in London, doesn't he, really? But, uh, but anyway... Uh, welcome to uh, episode six of uh, it's uh, it's our year podcast. Uh, this week we'll have our usual sort of weekend roundup, where both of our sides, particularly in the league, uh, are going out their way to be the complete antithesis of the name of this show. It most certainly is not our year, either of our years. But in the cup, a different story. Oh yeah, in in the pizza cup, they're doing very well, aren't they, Craig? Nice, yeah, nice yeah. win last night. Good win, two wins out of two in the Papa John's. Uh, uh, well done to the Rezies. Through to the next round, so yeah, we'll be talking about that later on in the uh, the pod. Oh, marvellous. We'll also provide, sort of, uh, hanging on the back of last week, uh, a few more chants. Or, it went down or, well, didn't it? Apparently, yeah. Or alternatively, just having the Brian McDermott umpty, umpty dumpty on loop again. That was difficult to get off, wasn't it? The uh, the main thing that we'll be looking at uh, this week is Championship Manager. Uh, 01 slash 02. Two. And in your case, Craig, all the way up to 05. And you'll see why in a bit. You bought a few few uh, few years there, haven't you? But well, what a game. Uh, before it became far too detailed and stat-heavy. Um, I'm not particularly asked about what Paul Koncheski has for his breakfast or if Sergio Bush needs to do additional weight training. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be looking at the best buys, the hidden gems, the type of players who could be picked from the obscurity of Swedish second division and fire Torquay to Champions League glory, or how their champman reputation by far preceded their real life one. And then also we get a very brief uh, uh, little insight into Sheffield FC after another unfortunate loss, weren't it, Kogo? Yeah, uh, it's not happening for us at the moment, but. Uh... Only can get better, can't it? So yeah, her, uh, as Dream said, in the cup uh, this weekend, and uh, yeah, I'll have a, we'll have a little chat about how uh, the world's first has been getting on. Yeah, because we love it like that, don't we, Craig? So we'll kick off um, with uh, the weekend's games and last night's games in regards to the Wednesday. So. Um, Another shite result, Craig, for the Wednesday at the weekend. What's going on? Yeah, so we got a really good result, uh, Wigan away. Mm-hmm. So we need to put it right. Great goal by Pato. Yeah, Pato's back. So Oxford, roll up to Hillsborough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, obviously going to be a good team. They're going to be up there. Marmite character in uh, Robinson is the is the manager. Well, the ex uh, MK Dons. Yeah, fella. Why, why is he Marmite? What what type of crappy things has he done? Oh, some people rate him, are, uh, and some people don't like him. Do this for Ari, oh, a bit divisive, is Ari, he? Ari is, and the, but yeah, so I knew it was going to be a tough game. But again, the same mistake. I don't know a football club like Sheffield Wednesday, and especially for the fans that have to go through what we have to go through. Constant last minute goals against. We're not learning new manager. New players, and it's still the same thing. The mentality we can't hold out 
I don't I don't know what's happening. It's... Were you a bit were you a bit defensive at first half, Craig? Were you set up like you were playing away? A few holding midfielders. Um yeah. I listened to Football Evan last night and uh, a guy summed it up really well. We are like a Burnley playing against the top teams at home. The shitter version. But we're not actually playing top teams. We're playing... We're playing Oxford. Playing Oxford. We're playing Shrewsbury. And nothing against them. But I've got lots Why them. we're playing 4-5-1. Playing players out of position. Gregory, he's just playing off at scraps. Isn't he's he injured? Did he get injured against Oxford? Yeah, came off. But... Uh, it's just not working. I don't understand why we're not going for it and actually imposing itself on teams. And in even a way, we should be imposing this team uh, against each, mm-hmm. against teams in that division. And we're not. It's very frustrating. Yeah, we're mid-table. We're not far off at playoffs. But like the players have said, we, we are aiming for the first in that league. And that's not being arrogant. We've got some good players in that team. And it's just not working. And also, and did, sorry to intervene there, Craig, but didn't um, didn't Darren Moore play the little Scottish Macy? As brilliant apparently as he is, according to your Wednesday fans, Premier League quality apparently. Didn't he? Didn't he play him on the wing? Played him on the wing. He's not a winger, is he? Not got the pace. And some Wednesday fans are saying, "Is it time to move on from Bannon?" Personally, mm. no. I think he's still our best player, and he needs to be playing. Mm. But it does seem when he's in the team, we all have to play through to Barry be, Bannon. To reliant on him. Play through Barry Bannon. When we played against Wigan, he wasn't in the team. Yes, we won. But previous weeks, we should have won with him in the team. He got an assist. He missed the penalty. Set up the goal. What wasn't given, which should have been given. Mm-hmm. So I don't. That don't wash with me. He has to play, but it's not good enough, and we need to be be better basically and we've got Bolton this weekend we've got to win and I'm saying it's a must win we need to we can't but the Reebok no at home we can't oh. break away we can't miss sight of Sunderland the Wigan up top yeah obviously or Rotherham or Rotherham yeah in a good in a good uh, rich fame of form, aren't yeah, they at the moment well, yeah. but last night though Craig Pizza Cup Pizza Papa Cup. John's at Field Mill, Mansfield, where, wasn't it the last time you were there, there was a bit of a race riot? Yeah, that's when uh, Forest Area had uh, issues with Chris, Chris, is it Kristen Pierce? Yeah. I think he was the captain, wasn't he, of uh, Mansfield? Yeah, uh, that's last time we played them. But yeah, won last night. Again, I couldn't believe it. Stephen Quinn got a goal, ex-United. Can't believe he's still playing. And we managed to oh, get a last-minute uh, winner with Canberra. Who's he then? Canberra's come from uh, St. Gallen. He's... A French. From France. Yeah, from France. Majority of his career has been in uh, in Scotland with uh, Hibs and Rangers. But uh, yeah, two wins out of two. In the pizza cup. We're through to the next round. Ooh, let's Let's, hope so. Let's see if we can get Tramia. That would be a little tasty game. Ooh, it would, would it? Yeah, I mean, pizza cup with a Tramia. But yeah, we've got to win. Definitely got to win. Uh, and it'll be nice uh, to see Tol Kieran Lee uh, playing for Bolton. So the fi- Miller killer. So Miller killer, and, no, and finally we can give him a, a send off. Possibly we couldn't give him a send off because he, he went during COVID. And great save. And, and actually, 
we could do we could actually but do with him. Have him back, wouldn't you? But yeah, it's got to be better, and mm. uh, hopefully we can get three points against Bolton. But it's got to be better for us as well, hasn't it, Craig? Yeah. For Leicester, um, yeah, not going well at the moment. The weekend two 0 up. Obviously, didn't remotely deserve to be. Absolutely appalling again. Um, look so vulnerable at the back, but. Thankfully, um, Joachim Anderson was playing, who I've seen before and looked pretty good, but he was awful on Sunday. Two mistakes, Kalechi runs through, finishes lovely, uh, and then uh, Vards sort of keep, sent the keeper the wrong way just with his eyes. It was a great finish. 2 0 up, but you just, there was no confidence there that we could see the job through. So slow and ponderous, there's just there's no particular urgency to it. And the fact that our back line now comprises of a duo who conceded 18 goals in two games. And that we're relying on Ryan Bertrand and Yannick Vestergaard, who it's just appalling. All you've got to do to beat Yannick, Yannick Vestergaard is going is going a different direction. He 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 can't do any. He's so flat footed. He's six foot six. He weighs about you would assume 15, 16 stone, and he gets knocked about. Got a good Euros though, didn't he? Played well for Denmark in the Euros. No, good luck to him. Is it, I mean, his debut was good against Man City, where he was able to sit back, where, he, where he's in a deep back line and where people haven't got the space to run beyond him. Not too bad. But if we try to play the high line that, we, that, of, that Brendan likes to, that high pressing line, awful. He's absolutely he's, awful. He's saying Bertrand's pass it now, then not the player. Oh, big time. He, he, lo- he, looked, he looked pretty promising in um, pre season and he was linking up well with Barnes. Goodness me, Barnes was terrible on Sunday. Uh, I mean, he's still working his way back from from injury, obviously. But just yeah, every attempted run, it was um, he, new signings not gelling. Um, it, it's difficult to tell at this stage. I mean, Dak has not had much of a chance. Um, he's only started once in Poland. He had a couple of okay touches. He was harrying, but they, he seems a bit too eager and a bit too tryhard at this point in time. Um, uh, Buba Samare seems to be being played in a completely different position to what he was at Lille. Um, where we tried to utilise him as some form of attacking midfielder when that's not his game. Um, so that seems odd. Uh, the one bright spark's been Luckman. Um, Adam player, Luckman. I liked him at Fulham. He's been excellent. He's very, very skillful. Um, excellent dribbling. He's, he's, he's started really well. But the thing that we're going to have to do at this moment in time with the personnel we've got available to us, we've got to continue to play Vardy and Ian Acho. The fact that we haven't is nuts to me. I mean, they've scored... Apparently, in, in around 33 goals in 34 starts together, we're going to have to outscore teams because that back line cannot be relied upon whatsoever. Because I know Brendan claims that he feels there's a bit of an imbalance in the team if he and Acho and Vardy start. Well, that's what we're going to have to do. We're, we're absolutely going to have to... I mean, to, I mean, to say the phrase, outscore the other team. Of course you are. You have to do that in any game. But the other team will score because we're so fragile and vulnerable at the back. We're going to have to put two or three in every single time. You have a chance of drawing I've the bloody got thing. Michael in my fantasy Premier League, and, he, and he's not kept a clean sheet. Oh, that's a, that's a, a terrible decision. But you've missed that one thing. Told Jeffrey came back, didn't oh. he? And Horn to do with told Jeffrey Slup. Oh. What was the goal like? It was a crap goal. Of course, it was going to be a crap goal that involved dreadful defending, where we couldn't clear a lines, and he'd been on what thirty odd seconds. He always seems to score against you, doesn't it? Yeah, he doesn't score any other time um, because uh, he's shy. I mean, it was unbelievable when we got 13, 14 million for him. Absolute bloody idiot. There's a great clip from the uh, title winning season where uh, I think he's, he's tearing down in, uh, towards goal and then naturally it's the next time you look up, it's hit the stanchion. No technique, no ability, pure speed, 
shite. Just to finish off on uh, Leicester, the Leicester. Uh, as you know, and as all the listeners know, I'm a TalkSport disciple. Mm. And on TalkSport... Always TalkSense. Andy Goldstein was saying, 13th yeah. what was he saying? for Leicester, not good enough. Right. Is it time for a change with Brendan? Obviously, no, he's, absolutely not. he's not getting the best out of the team again. No, absolutely not. No, no. no. And I'm trying to think of my robust defence now, but no, absolutely not. He... Surely, the, the you need to be trying to be getting back into Europe. At the moment, you're not going to, are you? Oh, no, not a chance. Um, but, I mean, the fact that we haven't got Evans, Fafana, Justin, is a fairly viable excuse for why the defence is so poor. Um, Dakar, Samare are signings that hopefully will kind of do, or kind of, it'll happen with what happened with Siunchu, where they'll be given a season to bed in. And then hopefully they'll come good after that. Obviously, he's going backwards sharply. But um, they weren't anticipated to come straight into the team and, and, and do well immediately. Um, the, the problem signing, seemingly, have been Vestergaard and, and, and Bertrand. Um, and then players who were in supreme form last year are out of form. Um, Barnes what, has not what, started particularly very but well. What I don't understand is Brendan sure. and Acho, rich mm. fame before mm-hmm. last season, played a lot of the games. Mm. Why is it, why is well at his first start? It, like I said previously, I, th- I think it's I think Rogers thinks that we have an imbalance in the team where we have two up top, but I think we, like I said, I think we have to stick with it. Because Similar to Wednesday, I know obviously different players, but I think we need to go two up top as well. Do you? <laughs> and who are those two going to be, Craig? Add a it Pato. Pato. A right back. Previously a right back. Pato with Gregory or Barina. And or has we, he started yet? Sido. He started of the week, but like, like I said, we've got good players for that so league. We're going to tear the league up. It is. Our year. Oh. <laughs> good link. <laughs> and we do. We do. They're awful, aren't they? Um, but yes, last week um, we discussed a few football chants, didn't we? Andy Gorham one was good. Yeah, it was. Uh, people got involved, didn't they? It was good. People oh, enjoyed the chance, especially it... the Umpty Dumpty one. <laughs> well, um, yeah, that didn't go on longer than it needed to, did it? No. I enjoyed that immensely, though. Um, so, we've got uh, got a few more before we end up with a few, uh, few Wednesday ones, hopefully, at the end. So, this one was by Aberdeen fans to ex-Rotherham and Rangers central defender Kirk Broadfoot who suffered burns to his face, rather severe burns apparently, when a certain dish exploded in his face. And it goes like this. Shall we poach an egg for you? Because apparently he couldn't do it correctly without uh, harming himself. And another link to told Humpty Dumpty. That's right, Humpty Dumpty's been served up, hasn't he? Um, Palace fans, Crystal Palace fans to... Um, at the time, Colchester's goalkeeper, Dean Gherkin. All right. Stayed in a burger. You should have stayed in a burger. Another gastronomic reference that we've got there, haven't we? Number two of one here for quite a long time. Hence, hence why you should oh, have uh, stayed, oh, yeah. stayed, stayed, yeah, stayed in a burger. That, yeah, oh, good. Oh, good. Um, Walsall fans. Walsall fans. They said this to uh, an injured Forest Green player. That vegan bastard, he's eating our grass. 
very eco club, aren't they? They are, yeah. Because apparently, if you sign for Forest Green, you've got to uh, you've got to take on a vegan diet, aren't you? But so, Morris would be happy, wouldn't he? We probably wouldn't. I mean, he'd be like, "Oh yes, I do enjoy the fact that you know that you don't have kebabs, but um, oh, I'm still rather morose because I haven't got a job, but then I have got a job." Fucking arse. Um, and then a Rotherham one, which was often often sang on the uh, the Tavoli, because uh, we go now and again if we went, went to Leicester games because it were kids for a quid. They knew how to fill the ground. They didn't actually. There was still hardly anybody there. But anyway, any time there was somebody injured who wasn't a Forest Green player, not sure they certainly weren't in the league back then in the days of Alan Lee, and uh, everybody uh, would chant "Shit on the floor, shit on the floor." Which often in League One there was. It was, and I do remember actually going to uh, Millmore. Uh, uh, Good, I used to like Millmore a lot. And a bit of character I to it. I don't know if you, you did this, Chris, as well, but literally Go going on, down man. the way end. Uh, was a bit, it was a bit, no, I wouldn't say it was a brick. Uh, wall. It was quite tight. Yeah. Little corridor, yeah. And I remember going uh, with Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a Rotherham Owl. Uh, oh, yeah, really. The hated bunch. Yeah, uh, uh, but yeah, I remember going there. Just literally. Throwing bricks at us. Any damage to, to Noggin, Craigo? No, but when you're 14, you think, freaking hell, this is, this is a bit naughty, isn't it? I thought Danny Dyer were going to come round uh, the He's court. bouncing. It's tasty, isn't it? <laughs> um, and hopefully, uh, Craigo's got a few uh, Wednesday chants uh, lined up. Because obviously there was Humpty Dumpty last time, which uh, everybody thoroughly enjoyed. Um Let's see what he's, he's, he's got this week. And hopefully he'll sing over at Topram as well. I quite like that, that you felt so moved to uh, to start singing over the top of a recording. I know, and uh, because we want to bring some enjoyment to people, don't we, with this pod? Yeah? You'd hope so. I mean, we I assume we don't, but and, you'd like to And hope this so. one, and I really like this chant on Wednesday, because mm-hmm. we're saying, like, we're a welcoming club. We take out thousands... Not, not bricks to the head. No, we take thousands home and away. Mm-hmm. Like, we took three and a half thousand to Wigan. On a, ch- on a cold Tuesday night. So I like this one, and it's have a drink. Oh. Drink with us, we'll drink you to a frenzy. Check the other three, check the Wednesday. Na 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 So <laughs> normally you have to have a few Carlins or a. Or a well, you've not had any. No. What, not now? <laughs> not now, no, but you still have <laughs> I just want to say, we don't really hate Leeds. I know we sing it. and uh, oh, but, I do. Do you? I think they're all right. Yeah, but we've got a few Leeds fans who listen. Okay. Chris O'Keefe, Tim Smith. Totally. They, uh, they'd, be, they'd be very petty, wouldn't they, if they were but to stop might, they listening? They might not listen now. They what? might. You know what they like? Oh, no. We'll be down to eight listeners. But if we start talking about why Calvin Phillips needs to leave Leeds to develop his career. And if we oh, start... that wasn't remotely passive-aggressive. And, and, and if we start talking about Bielsa, who's a, a pensioner, who's, <laughs> who's past it, and he would just oh. go sh- shit or bust. But we don't want to upset them Leeds fans, no, do we? No, no, we don't. And uh, have you got one more, Craig? Yeah. Have you got and, more one and you know what? Shank? And you know what it always is? And it, it happens a lot. Does and it? And it, and it and, what and, happens? And it's just this one. And, oh. it's, and it's, it is easy... Slagging off the leads. Mm. Ooh, that's a very rapid easy, that one, isn't it, Craig? Yeah, we have to do that rapidly because we don't really batter teams as much. But, yeah, uh, 
that's a few Wednesday ones. I can't, I'd, like I said, I don't really want to be slagging off United. But as we, we talk about Hart and I hear the Wednesday sing United run away and all that lot. Oh, he's and whack a blade, whack a blade, whack a blade. We don't really, I like United. I do. Right. It's not very passive aggressive. Well, you're doing this little setup where you're like, oh, we don't need to talk about them. And then you launch it. We don't need to talk about those things, but I am going to talk about those things. Yeah, it's uh, one of those things. And, I, and I, I do miss that game. I do wish it. Some people hate it, but yeah, I do miss it. It's just it. a shame they're a lot better, isn't it? Now, me and Craig, and I assume a few others, are now going to be filled with lovely feelings of nostalgia and um, memories of Christmas Eves that got raced through, actually. I always used to play Champman on Christmas Eve to get through it as quick as I possibly could yeah. to get through to the next day to all those marvellous presents. Um, and as such, we're going to be talking about uh, Championship Manager 01-02. So obviously, to those people who don't know what it is, I mean, firstly, what you're listening for, but football management game where naturally you pick the sides, made the subs, crucially... We're going to be talking about now made the signings, all right. So, uh, we're going to look at a um, few suggestions that people have sent in. Um, we've had quite a few, haven't we? Quite a few, yeah. Uh, like I said, some of the hidden gems and bargain signatures mm. you could make. Now, this this first individual was mentioned by quite a lot of people, yeah. I'm not sure I ever signed him personally, but seemingly everybody else did. Mark Kerr, who Falkirk. was that's Falkirk. right, yeah, Falkirk. Um, who apparently would always exercise his minimum release fee yeah. if you put a bid in. He was straight out of Falkirk. He wanted gone. Um, you can't blame him, though, can you? No. Uh, he had some great stats, all the ones necessary for being a great leader. He had technique, work rate, teamwork. He was also, crucially, a bastard. Yeah, that's what you want. He was, uh, he was a bit... He was a bit... Ooh, pardon me. A bit Roy Keeney. So he... But Scottish... And just sort of wandering up. Do you fucking want somewhere, do Hey, are you trying to eat the grass? You're at Walsall. I'll fucking let you be. Are you? I've had a couple of buck fast. I say I am going to exercise uh, Scottish stereotypes. Of course I am. Now, in real life, uh, a couple of years ago, he became the manager of Air United. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, he left by mutual consent in February. So, seemingly, it didn't go rather well. Um, also, in his career... And this, this is a nice little uh, little fact uh, that apparently he got signed by a Greek team uh, called Asterias Tripolis on the basis that he was really good on the game. Do that uh, accent again. Say them again. Asterias Tripolis. Very good. He enjoyed that, did you? Yeah, I, I thought it was slightly more Italian than Greek. But <laughs> poor Italian as well. But yeah, they somebody in their coaching setup had played on the game and they were like, Mark Kerr. He is good. He is a bastard. And they thought, oh, we'll have him. Uh, but then he actually got to Asterius Tripopolis. That's, that's how I'm saying it. Uh, and apparently he was shite. And they yep. got rid of him uh, after a few games. Uh, another legend of the game, a very difficult name to pronounce. Forgive me if it's incorrect, but Kennedy Bakasioglu. Yeah, correct. Um Apparently named after John F. Kennedy. Maybe he was a top really? shagger. Yeah. Or maybe he got shot. Yeah. And he's still alive. I'm, I'm going for a liar. He's still, he's still he alive. Got, he's oh, still alive, Craig. Oh. He's not been assassinated. Yeah, but he could have got shot. Okay. Yeah. I don't think he did. Yeah. 
what well, that people were so disappointed by his stint at Ajax yeah. that they thought they'd gun him down from a, a grassy knoll Not really. in Holland. We don't obviously firearms is a bad thing, but I'm thinking more <laughs> of like a potato gun. All oh, right, so you so you condoning if he was shot at with a potato gun, it's just yeah. live ammunition. Yeah. You're dead against, yeah, right? Dead okay, against. I'm glad you glad you cleared it up. But you'd get him from Hammerby. Yeah. In Sweden from you could get him for about two hundred grand. Proper steel. Um in real life, there was quite a bit of sort of uh, buzz about him. Got got taken on trial by Manchester United. How did that go? Not well. Um, and this really does emphasise how it didn't go so well. Um, Fergie opted to stick with Jonathan Greening instead. Um, on uh, on the game itself, though, it became somewhat of a world beater. Very quick, excellent long-range shot on him. Um Apparently, at Hammerby Games, fans would go up to him and tell, you know, tell him how brilliant he was. Not in the game they just watched. No. No, 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 the game they played at home. Um, and so I'd say, hey, phenomenal what you're doing for me, mate. <laughs> we Hammerby on the computer. I've, I've shot right up the league. You've sorted me out with a double. Well, so a lot of these players actually just came renowned for the game, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, and and did nothing in in the real game. And he, he had he had a very up and down career. Did Kennedy? Uh, he ended up in Greece, but he also played in between that. He did play for Ajax alongside Zlatan, actually. And apparently, Zlatan was good on game when he know. Oh, he was phenomenal. But yeah. then again, he was good in real life and continues to be so. Um, he also spent a little bit of time at uh, Racing Santander. Um, but then, I think it's quite nice, this. At the end of his career, he bookended his career by returning to Hammerby. Oh. Which is nice, isn't it? To be told, uh, oh, you're good in, you know, the computer game, but you've been shouting this. Knew his, knew his roots. You I, think, like, I like that. Do you think Vardy will do the same? I would love that. I would, that would, and then they'd have to make a movie on that, wouldn't they? The boy who got released because he was too small. Why did we release him? Yeah, I think he'd love, I, I, I think he'd love to, to the, Pull that way into shit on. You think so, do you? Yeah, I know, and I hope it happens. How many years has he got left on his contract at Leicester? Enough. Enough, enough. enough for him How old is to he retire. Now? He's uh, edging towards 35. Same as myself. I, I could still see him at Wednesday. Yeah? Yeah. Bannon laid him in. Yeah, Bannon. Good. Yeah, and... And then there's, uh, in relation to old Kennedy Barcioglu, uh, a bit of, I don't know, a bit of a, a bit of a sad final anecdote, really, which sort of taps into his unrealised dreams and unfulfilled potential, he would go on to championship manager and he'd sign himself for Man United because he'd think back to his trial where he was rejected. I'd do that though. It, what? I'd sign myself. I know, but... Didn't, not, you, do, didn't you used to do that on like FIFA, like make your own player and, and make yourself? I wouldn't want to taint the game with that, no. I remember doing that. I know, but we I, have very different ideas about what we're capable of. I, football, honestly, right? like, I didn't... Put me like ninety nine. I, I I was very like a ninety eight. No, I was very, oh. I was like definitely top seventies. <laughs> easy, easy, easy. Yeah, easy. Uh, what was you... nobody else did that? Well, there's nobody else here, Craig. They can't answer. If anybody made the self <laughs> on FIFA or Pro Evolution or whatever type of game, please get in touch. What was but... you? What was your top rating then? If you were talking about you put yourself in the 80s... I went, as people know me who played football, I was never the fastest. But, yeah. but but what were you good at? I had determination. A lot of determination? A bit like Mark Kerr. Determination. But yeah, not so much good with flair. 
But yeah, uh, for me. Is that it? Determination? Mean? Yeah. I team... was determined. It didn't mean I was good. Top. More mental side of the game for me. Bravery. <laughs> teamwork. It is the more mental side <laughs> of the game. In your head, you thought you were wicked and your feet did nothing. But so... like I said, though, I was always three seconds ahead of everyone. That's how I used to play. <laughs> Don't matter. I did. Three seconds ahead. Is that why the ball? <laughs> you pe- never actually pass it for to the, anyone. For the people who know me, who played with me in this right, football, right. please, if, if you could tweet in and just sum up my uh, football prowess, that'd it be was great. Three seconds ahead, and he was in the high 80s. If you were just to keep on FIFA, determination 99. The mental side of the game, also 99. But he'd, uh, oh, back to old Kennedy, Barcy Oglu. Yeah, he he put himself in charge of Man United, and um, yeah, because he didn't quite make it, and he put himself beside Beckham to see how well he did. Um, so very much a case of what might have been, but then even on the game, apparently, um, even though he was really good, he he felt he was a bit shitty, and he quickly reinstated Paul Scholes next to Beckham instead. Just quite sad, isn't it? What a player Scholes were, by the way. Did you like him? Yes, yeah, he was a good he was a good player in real life. Yeah. It was good. Scored some good goals. I enjoyed when he when he came back out of retirement and got back into England set up. I think you're going to say he's a pundit. I think he's an awful no. pundit. Uh, but anyway, an awful manager as well. Uh, yes, he didn't do very well at Oldham, did he? Um, we're now coming on to a name completely synonymous with this particular game. Cherno Samba. What a player. What a baller, that lad. He was great. When he, he'd often go on to be Ballon d'Or winner yeah. on the game, wouldn't he? Now... <clears throat> Cherno, in a couple of interviews, has said that his ridiculously high status and reputation on the Championship Manager Games have helped him in certain situations. So, for example, um, he was ordering new mobile phone and the network said, don't know, don't know, mate, it's going to take a couple of weeks. As soon as they saw his name on the account, a fellow on the line said, what, Cherno Samba from Championship Manager? Cherno, yeah, mate. Quick reply, the phone's coming next day, delivery. You don't have to wait. I might do that. <laughs> I'm gone. What? Craig Turton, Determination 92? Yeah, I might, I might go out and this, and if somebody says, like, what's your name? I might go, Cherno Samba. Oh, right, OK, you're going to pretend to be Cherno. Oh, I thought it was just on the premise of your footballing reputation. No. No, you won't, <laughs> get, you won't get much in return for that, would you? No, no. Um, so, the reason that he was... Putting the game as such a sort of high-profile individual is, is that when he was a 13-year-old, he was absolutely seen as the next best thing. Yeah. And at his school, St. Joseph's, he scored 132 goals in 32 games and kept uh, Rooney out of the England under-16s. Really? Although he was probably a bit busy with uh, Where did he start again? Slapper. We're at Millwall. Millwall, yeah. yeah. So at Millwall, he was scouted by Liverpool. And it seemed like it was, uh, you know, everything was set up. So much so, apparently, when he was on the bus with his St. Joseph um, schoolmates or whatever, got a phone call through from our old mate, Craigo, hero to zero, no. Michael Owen. Did he have thumbs up? The thumbs were up saying, we want you to come, Cherno. Did um, you ever sign Cherno? For Liverpool? Did, no, did you sign him? Oh, yeah, loads of times. He was great. Well, how many more scores did he score for you in the season? Oh, I can't recall specifically, but typically it'd be in and around 35-40. I got 50-plus. 50, 50 out of yes. Cherno? Yep. Mm. Obviously, my tactics were better than yours. Well, yeah, you know the game better, don't you, Craig? 
Um, he claims one of the reasons his career went so gash in reality was due to his attitude. Yeah. Apparently, he was uh, he was a bit cocky. Now, he, when he was at St Joseph's again, we've had a few. I just mentions. keep thinking of Real Marchant Joseph's. When you keep unfortunately saying, didn't no, play for them. No. They went to Wembley apparently, and they went to meet the England team. Had a bit of a had a bit of a chat, and he got a signed ball. You know, as a school kid, he'd be delighted. What he yep. got a signed ball from Sol Campbell, and Cherno signed it himself and gave it him back. <laughs> what was uh, Campbell's response to that? Do we know? Uh, probably thought it was a bit of a dick, did he? Um, he'd often get mocked when he was playing at Plymouth. He had a little stint at Plymouth by opposition players about the ridiculous gulf between his ability on the game and his ability on the pitch. And apparently that happened for the remainder of his career. They were like, oh, thought you had 20 for finishing, mate. Can't believe you missed that sitter. Um, but that must have been tough, though, for him. Yeah, in a way. I, well, I assume it was. Apparently he's all right with it now, but he said it, it did bother him for yeah. um, a long time. And obviously he wrote a book about it, yeah. uh, which was called uh, Still in the Game. Um, but despite his difficulties with, like I said, that discrepancy to, between what he was as a real player and, and what he was in the game, um, he'd often play it himself, um, as many of us returned to in lockdown, actually. Yeah. He'd often sign himself and, um, quote, I scored shitloads of goals, I was great in it. So, well, it can't, be, it can't be denied, he was Lisa's phenomenal. Um, I wonder if he signed the game. To himself? Yeah, yeah. Or handed it to Sol? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, another player that a few people mention, superb player uh, from Iceland, Andre Sigporsson. Yeah. Fantastic player. Um, anytime he played, though, because I assume I was quite lazy and when I was younger, I suppose, casually racist, just pictured Arne Gunnlaugsson. Yeah. But I've actually looked at Andre, Andre Sigporsson. He doesn't look anything like him, which is not difficult because... I don't know, he's a different person. So, uh, great player. Another one who'd score shite loads of goals. Um, I think a decent left peg, from what I recall. Uh, Now, he had the potential rating in the game, right, set to the maximum of 200. So, theoretically, he was the best best player. If if you coached him right, Craig, which I assume you did, ended up with 200. Um, He's now, right, he's now a successful baker. And do you know why? Right. He never actually demanded the ball. He just he needed that ball, and he he just didn't listen. Didn't listen, did he? No, he didn't. He was too bothered about baguettes. Yeah. Um, and then another name again, completely synonymous. I know Craigo's got a bit more detail about this. I'll pass it. I'll pass it over in a moment. Is um, Freddie Adu, who was oh, he was only thirteen on the game when you could get him from DC United, and provided a bit of a platform for him. Um, that led him to advertising Campbell's soup um, <laughs> for a while, apparently. Yes, he, he used to front minestrone. And uh, what you got about him, Craig? Yeah, obviously, we asked for players from 0102, but Edu came into the four in uh, Chat Manager 2005, mm. and he would go on to become one of the best players in the game. And what made it even more better, he could get him on a free. To, yeah, uh, for DC United, and especially when you fought on the game, when you could get Messi for five million, and then if you kept playing on for a few seasons like I did, and just played hours and hours, he would be end up becoming the best player on the game. So mm-hmm. a bargain. I got, uh, I found a tweet from him. Uh, from Freddie. Yeah, from Freddie. 
and there uh, so he got lots of tweets about it because he's on social media and there uh, people saying calling me a uh, football manager legend and he's like damn like <laughs> I wish I was like that in real life and uh, it didn't quite happen did it yeah but so very similar to Ch- Cherno mm. where uh, yeah, I actually thought at the time, I remember him bursting on to see him not going away from the, the game. Mm. People were talking about him, weren't they? Do you remember? Like he would, I do. Yeah, he was, like, he was going to be like the next best thing. Mm. I don't know if you can remember, it. he had a trial at Manchester United at 16. Yes, yes, I can recall he was there. And he, he uh, ended up um, getting the old Kennedy Barcioglu treatment, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, and it, it didn't obviously work out for him. So virtually the, uh, the Ballon d'Or winner... One stubbed the next Pele, mm-hmm. uh, uh, became a journeyman as yeah, a lot of these lot of uh, champ manager legends did. So, uh, so playing for thirteen teams in uh, nine countries. So he's gone from United States, just name a few. International, Portugal, Greece, Turkey, and he's currently in the Swedish uh, Premier League or Division One for Osterson uh, FF. Uh, I didn't realise he was still playing. Yeah, still playing. So, uh, I bet, is, what is he only? In his mid-twenties now or something? No, he's in his thirties. Oh, he's in his thirties? Yeah, he's in his thirties. It shows how old we're getting now. But I like, I remember him, like, even at, uh, when he was young, played for America, and some great stats, even at 18, good player, uh, attacking midfield, left centre. But yeah, I always used to sign him, because he was free, good player, wasn't he? And, uh, There's a very sad picture of him when I was doing a little bit of research into him. Where he's 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 just hoovering, yeah, and I, he just look he, he looks he looks dead behind the eyes, just thinking about his. his There's career. nothing wrong with hoovering, though, is there? Well, claiming there isn't. No. I, 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 I don't like scruffiness on any level, but I don't. He just seems very sad to be doing it. Um, other individuals, um, Kumba, um is it was it uh, Tontu Zola Makuku? Yeah. Who um, the names the class? It's phenomenal. He was in Derby's youth team, yeah. And he, unlike Freddie Adu, absolutely loves his cult status because he was, he, he transpired to be absolutely nothing. He was Swedish, mm. wasn't he? I think. Yep. Um, now, Sports Interactive, the people SI who produced Championship mm. Manager, um, got him to play in an All Star Championship Manager five a side game, and his response was um, yes. Pretty brilliant that I've received a testimonial for my fictional exploits. <laughs> Which is pretty good, isn't it? Now, others... What about you, Craig? I'm waiting for my testimonial. For Hallam? Yeah. yeah. They're gonna, have you seen the new merchandise they're going to put out? Socks. But not like football socks, just actual nice... I thought you were going to here. No. On the socks? No. No, they're not going to do that, Craig. <laughs> but others for the maybe the championship manager five-a-side. Mike Duff... Who was at Cheltenham? Who was uh, rock hard uh, centre back? From what I remember, Julius Agahawa, yeah, Nigerian forward, proper rapid. He was good. Uh, of course, the classic Kim Kim Kallstrom. You could always get for a free. So I tell you, I'm not m- mentioning, but ju- I don't know if you've got it in your notes. But uh, do you remember Arker? Julius Arker. Julio Arker. Yeah, do you remember who him? played for uh, Sunderland. Sunderland? Yeah, Argentina. A lot better on the game than he was in real life. Great play on game, and you could, and you always could game for a. Like a, a good feat, and he he, he could play left back, left wing. He was versatile. Yeah, he, he was class, literally. And his stats just kept getting better. Were brilliant. It was under your marvelous uh, mentorship, wasn't it? Yeah. Other ones, I used to sign this guy a lot. Um, T M Klomp, who was a Dutch centre back, he was fantastic. And the last one I mentioned, who I read about this summer actually, because um, he played for Hellas Verona, 
uh, in the great Tim Parks book, A Season with Verona. If you've never read that, it's fantastic. Sort of good look into sort of ultra, ultra culture. Maybe uh, Jim White should have a read of it. But Sebastian Frey, who went yeah, on to... Forward. Uh, uh, no, he's a keeper. No, no, sorry, he's a keeper. Yeah. Uh, and he played for played for Palmer. Now, just before we move on, I've got a couple, Craig. Now, these one of these sent in. The other one was taken from a message board. I've got one board. more. I've got one oh, more. Oh, sorry, I apologise. Go on then, Craig. It was more like I always used to be a Wednesday. Do you ever like manage your own club? I didn't like being lesser now. No, no. Too much heartache. I got too invested in it. But guess who was the best player in that year? Oh one oh two. He came back for on loan Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh one oh two. Um, came back on loan for us, man. I don't know. Wednesday Ledge. I don't know. CP. 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 2P for CP. Got him on from Coventry. ASAP. Absolutely. Carlton was excellent. Class. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Does He just come to me now. Like, Would you have a brandy and, you know. What a player. Like, what a player. But uh, yeah, I've got a couple of champ man stories. So I've, I assume everybody's heard the sort of the regular ones about how some people wear suits if they ended up getting to an FA Cup final. That type of thing. But. Um, yeah, for many teenagers, it, it sort of took over your life. It did. And, and not just a Christmas Eid. Uh, and there was one lad who would play, you know, it, as we all did, into the early hours. Okay? You would, you, in fact, the hours would disappear, wouldn't they? You'd, you'd go on at nine o'clock in the morning and then you'd look up and it'd That's be six o'clock at night. third at uni. Didn't even get 2-2. Two, two. Two asked about Chapman. Yeah, just played Chapman. That's poor, isn't it, Trago? We've even got a listener now who's... An avid player plays all the new games. Tom Marple sees a big player on it now. I'm out now. It's too yeah, detailed. Yeah, it's too, yeah. too much stuff. So Mar- Marple likes the detail. He does. You've seen his hair. Too much. Very yeah. handsome man. Very handsome man. Very handsome man. Goes in a urinal and heads would too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so people would play until... This lad, sorry, would play into the early hours, right? And his dad, very strict disciplinarian, all right? So he sees a light flickering from his son's room and thinks, hmm, what's awry here? Why is he still up? Goes in the room, finds his son, okay. Sat- Where are you going with this here? Well, Where are you going with this here? This is a family show. I know it is, but get ready. Finds his son, sat in his pants. Right. The monitor's, pause. the monitor is black, right? And when he insisted to his son that you better turn that screen on, right, to show me what you're on, Turns it on, naturally pops up with Champ Man. His dad's response, I really wanted it to be hardcore porn. You really are a sad little boy. There you go. There's the first one. Uh, another Champ Man story. Two brothers, right? This is not me and Tom and certainly not Rory. Um, two brothers desperate to get on the family PC. As if it, would be, it would be a bit of a jewel, really, sometimes. Desperate to get on the family PC to play championship manager, but the old one, the older one, have yeah. a bit more sort of authority. Um, oft, would often use physical force to get on there. Then one day, when the older one was out or whatever, the, uh, the younger sibling hacked into the data editor and changed every single line of commentary to variations of John is a cunt. <laughs> so John, unaware of the alterations, loads his game up and in his first match <laughs> was met with John is a cunt, John is a cunt, John is a massive cunt, John is a cunt, 1-0 and John is a cunt. 
There you go. That's a lot of effort, isn't it? It's pretty funny, though, yeah, isn't it? I do it? like it. And just the final one I had, um, which isn't necessarily a story, but if you played on Championship Manager, it'd sort of create this regeneration thing where um, people would end up as different players or in very different roles. I ended up, and let me tell you, he was instrumental in our sort of clean sheet um, amount, which were large, let me tell you. Um, did a great job. Dwight York as a goalkeeping coach. Um, he I think Vestergaard ended... needed a bit of that then, didn't he? We were defensive of uh, clean sheets. Uh, we, yes, we, we need Dwight to, <laughs> to order them about. He had 20 for Andlin, Dwight York. I'm not, I'm not sure uh, Jordan would have agreed at the time. So, just a little bit of discussion regarding Sheffield FC at this moment in time. Obviously, at the start of the season, we were talking about um, boards that weren't working properly and fines and things like that. But um, just going to very briefly chat about the form of Sheffield FC, Craig. What's, what's going on? It's not great at the moment. Uh, yeah, it's just one of those things we, we know we can do a bit better and uh, mm-hmm. hopefully... We've got a game against Brillington away from the league in the uh, in the in the cup. So for that, is it an be... away day at Brid? It's a away day at Brid. Ah, oh, brilliant! Uh, yeah, look, looking it. forward to that. Uh, but yeah, we just we just need to just say uh, again, like I said before, a bit more aggressive. Yeah, just work a bit harder and uh, what we've been doing, and it, it'll come. But yeah, we know it would. We we wanted to be competitive, and it's it's a tough league. There's some there's some good team that some good teams in that league, and uh, you beat Brid before, aren't you? Yeah, beat Brid before, so they're, uh, but yeah, they picked up a bit. So yeah, we've got uh, got them in the weekend, but yeah, it's uh, what cups that FA Vars uh, FA Vars. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, what particular round is it? Early doors. Just early doors. Yeah, early not quite doors. sure in the round. There's so many rounds, isn't they? Like, like, like for FA Cup. Like, I think Maltby Main got knocked out. Yeah, the other week by uh, the Phoenix Club of Berry. Yeah, Penn. and obviously another local team, Handsworth. They were literally if they won. Oh. I, I know they got hammered. Yeah, they did nil, get hammered. But they were literally two games away from first round proper FA Cup, and, that, and that's oh, what all team, that's all what teams will want in round uh, our steps is to get to that first round. And uh, uh, but yeah, they did really well. And, I think uh, they took quite a decent little away support yeah, yeah, yeah. to that game. It's just a shame that. Uh, that's why I love it. Dream cup. Is it, is, it, it is the manic, magic of the cup. I love it. I love it. Current, current holders, mate. Oh, well, yeah. Friggin' hell, yeah. How about that, didn't you? Yeah. On the back of the new season ticket. It's going to be weird for Wednesday, though. Left. We're going to be entering into round one for the first time for a while. You really? Yeah. Oh, dear. Championship teams go into round three, don't we? So we, we may get one of them. Potentially like take on the victors of Handsworth. Yeah. So, that brings us to the end. Another good show. Oh, so are you, sir. Of episode six of uh, it's our year podcast. It was a uh, it was nice, weren't it? Going over the uh, players from. Fancy Japan. playing it again. Yeah, I quite fancy having a razz on it, but I kind of found out a little bit of a cheat on it, and it kind of ruined it forever. Really, like you and Roberts ended up scoring fifty-two. Um, Mark Blake got forty-seven. <laughs> so now I, I, I can't. I know too much. Really, it's, it's dangerous formation-wise. You knew you could get the updated version 
but actually in the in the style of of Chapman uh, one or two. I do miss the flash. I used yeah. to love I the like flash. Well, yeah, too, it was like I said, it's too complicated now. You get through a season in a couple of hours, yeah. and that's what was great about it. Yeah, yeah you, could, you could do a decade on Christmas Eve. Mm. It was marvelous. Um, so, in prep for next week, uh, one minor debate that apparently was raised on. Craig's favourite radio show of the White Van Man of choice, Talksport, yeah. was was what Craig? What was brought up? It was interesting on him, not obviously because you're a Leicester fan, mm. but they were posing the question, what It's a career, really stupid question. What career would you rather have? Or who's been the most successful? Uh-huh. And it was between Harry Kane yeah. or Jamie Vardy. It's not a debate. Not even a debate, is it? Well, that's why we're having it on here. We're going to put we a poll out. To, but... We're going to put a poll out. Whose career has been best? Harry Kane or Vardy? Who's won nothing? Or some of you came from the non-league? Because what they were saying is, do you, need, do you need to win something to be classed as a good player? Not necessarily, but I assume Vardy's goal stats aren't far off Kane's at all. So if, if Kane stayed at Tottenham, yeah. scores and... I don't think he'll pass Shearer. I think he'll have to move to Man City. Yeah. Is he a bad player if he's not won anything? I didn't say he was a bad player. No, but I'm saying what career would you rather have? Vardy's. And also, you don't see Kane with a tennis ball and a kind of Red Bull, do you? Or a WKD blue. No, none of that took to that malarkey at all. So, nah, Vard's all day. Um, but uh, no, thank you very much for listening and thank you for sending your suggestions in. Mark Kerr, primarily. Loads of people went in with him. And we'll see you next week where hopefully everybody's just gone, yeah, Jamie Vardy, because that's the logical choice. We'll see you in a bit.